You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Good morning and welcome to Morning Breath Live, a drive time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. It is Tuesday, July 6th. I don't know, what birthday is it? 70, 1776, we would have been 200 years old. Oh yeah. So 76, 2006 would be... 30 and 14, 15 more years, Need 45 more, more years. No, hold on. 245 years old. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Let, what, cool. what was that, Sunday? Yeah. Well, anyway, happy belated 4th of July for everybody. Good to have you with us. Yeah. Thanks for taking time out of your busy day to join us here on Morning Breath. We take a chapter of the Bible, read it, spend some time in the Word, enjoy it, uh, listen for what the Lord is saying in it to us, and then... We come down to the studio here at the Merritt Island campus of East Coast Christian Center. We read the chapter on the air and talk about wherever God leads us in the chapter. My co-host today is Pastor Christian Hurston. How are you doing, Christian? I'm doing great. Yeah, yeah. I had a great 4th of July service for church. We did some baptisms at the Vieira campus. Very cool. Which was really cool and trying to stay local. How do you do cool. that? How do you do that at the high school? Yeah, so we set up a, a nice pool. A nice little baptismal tank. Yeah, a tank, which is also a feeding trough, but yeah. we make it look nice. It's and a it looks plastic good. one, right? Yeah, a white it's plastic? A metal, metal Oh, it's one. a metal one. Yep. Okay. And we set that up in the auditorium, warm the water up so it's nice and pleasant and you know, excited to do some baptisms during the service. Very cool. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, it's always good. It was a good holiday, too. Yeah. You know, it's a good family time. holiday for yeah. us. Always yeah. great. Yeah. I wish I could have all the money back I blew up. Yeah, I know, but it's worth it. Yeah, well, no, of course. Every, every bit of it. Yeah, no, I don't wish I had the money back. Yeah. I'd rather have the fun with my family. It is good. Yeah. Anyway, so tell the folks how to get involved. Yeah, easiest way is on the East Coast app or on the website, which is eccc.us. You can go on there for info, events, past sermons, morning breath episodes, or you can follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Or if you prefer, you can call the church offices at 321-452-1060, and we'd be honored to either email or mail out a morning breath devotion guide or anything you ever want to know about East Coast. Yeah, be good. So what else is going on? We got... man. Really big week next week. Big week. We got summer big camp week. coming yeah. July 12th through 16th, and there's still time for you to sign up. Like, this is an incredible camp. The response, I think because of COVID in 2020, mm. there's an even greater response, and we're so excited to be bringing, I couldn't even tell you how many students, but a lot, because yeah. they're still coming in. Yeah. And there's still time now. You know, it'd be in July 6th today. You could still sign up, be a part of that, go to the app or the website to get more information. Yeah, and so it's 495 I know that's... uh pretty good chunk of money in this day and age but uh if you uh you know believe god i know it's just a week god will meet you yeah and if you got a family we can give you some discounts yeah family well. discounts and there's a hundred dollar discount for graduated seniors oh so, so if you're just you know getting ready to get get to college or yeah. whatever you're going to yep. do next yep. you can go for a hundred dollars less hundred dollars less that's cool yeah so nick i was going to tell nick that i canceled him going to camp because yeah I need a manservant. Yeah. So he's going to be my manservant yeah. for... I think he's game. Is that, he said, okay. He's good. Yeah, but I know deep down inside he wants to go to camp. He does. Look at camp. that look on his face. Yeah, he does. Yep, the blog. He wants to see all the videos that he did yeah. played at camp. The oil video, right? Yeah. Yeah, Some I know everything. Ones. I know everything. Yeah. <laughs> you, don't th- you think I don't know everything. Uh-huh. But I know everything. Oh, well, not quite everything, but everything about you, Nick. Yep. You have spies. 
keeping track. <laughs> I pay I pay Caitlin for information every morning. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, what you pay her goes into my pocket. Oh, well. nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Well, let's get after it. What's going on? Anything else? Yeah, we have the Global Leadership Summit coming, which mm, is pretty far yeah, off. Yeah. It's August fifth and sixth, but we know that you need to plan if you're going to be a part of this because it is on a Thursday and a Friday. And so plan on that on the calendar. It's There's still an early bird pricing that's going to change in July or later on in July. So get to the website or to the app to be able to sign up for that. And make sure you pass the word along. This is a great opportunity to invite a, a neighbor, a, a business associate, someone you know from the community to come be a part of it. Yeah, and it's a little bit of a late start because we already had our first one. We're also doing a leadership uh series on Thursday nights yeah. at ECCU, East Coast yeah. Christian University. Yeah. And that is going to be, instead of a 7 to 10, it's going to be 7 to 9, yeah. and it's going to be done in two sessions each night, and it's going to be training leaders, and really almost all of our pastoral staffs involved That's in that. That's awesome. Yeah, I just got training. a chance to teach one yeah. last Thursday, and it was so cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, leadership yeah. Growth, growth track. You what'd can get you, more what'd information. What did you teach us? So that one's really talking about like transparency and leadership and just vulnerability, but it's looking on both sides of it, and it's really, really good. Looking awesome. at looking at honor, so a couple yeah. of good books. We are using the Richest Man That Ever Lived book as a curriculum, and then I love the book a Tale of Three Kings, oh. which is one of my favorites. Incredible book. Yeah, yeah, that book almost killed me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in a good way. So let's get into it. Where, where, what chapter did you read? Twenty one, uh, twenty two. Twenty two. Oh, man, awesome. it's it is quite an emotional chapter. It is. It's yeah. a pretty amazing. Stuff has been going on in David's life. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So how many verses we got? 23? 23. Uh, I guess I'll read through 11. 11. Okay. I was hoping for that break. Which one? Which one? Which translation are you from? Good old New Living Translation. Okay. So I'll read through 11. Yeah. Okay. Get me started. All right. New I'm, King James. I must say unto you, read, sir. David therefore departed from there and escaped to the cave of Adullam. So when his brothers and all his father's house heard it, they went down there to him. And everyone who was in distress, everyone who was in debt, everyone who was discontented gathered to him. So he became captain over them. And there were about 400 men with him. Then David went from there to Mizpah of Moab. And he said to the king of Moab, Please let my father and mother come here with you till I know what God will do for me. So he brought them before the king of Moab, and they dwelt with him all the time that David was in the stronghold. Now the prophet Gad said to David, Do not stay in the stronghold. Depart and go to the land of Judah. So David departed and went to the forest of Hereth. When Saul heard that David and the men who were with him had been discovered, now Saul was staying in Gibeah under a tamarisk tree in Ramah, with his spear in his hand and all his servants standing about him. Then Saul said to his servants who stood about him, Here now, you Benjamites, will the son of Jesse give every one of you fields and vineyards and make you all captains of thousands and captains of hundreds? All of you have conspired against me, and there is no one who reveals to me that my son has made a covenant with the son of Jesse. And there is not one of you who is sorry for me or reveals to me that my son has stirred up my servant against me to lie in wait as it is this day. Then answered Doeg the Edomite, who was set over the servants of Saul, and said, I saw the son of Jesse going to Nob, to Ahimelech, to Ahimelech the son of Ahutub. And then he inquired of the Lord for him, gave him provisions, and gave him the sword of Goliath the Philistine. So the king sent 
to call Ahimelech the priest, the son of Ahitab, and all his father's house, and the priests who were in Nob, and they all came to the king. Verse 12. Verse 12. When they arrived, Saul shouted at him, Listen to me, you son of Ahitab. What is it, my king? Ahimelech asked. Why have you and the son of Jesse conspired against me? Saul demanded, Why did you give him food and a sword? Why have you consulted God for him? Why have you encouraged him to kill me as he is trying to do this very day? But sir, Elimelech replied, is anyone among all your servants as faithful as David, your son-in-law? Why, he is the captain of your bodyguard and a highly honored member of your household. This was certainly not the first time I've consulted God for him. May the king not accuse me and my family of this matter, for I knew nothing at all of any plot against you. You will surely die, Elimelech, along with your entire family. The king shouted, and he ordered his bodyguards, Kill these priests of the Lord, for they are allied and conspirators with David. They knew they knew he was running away from me, but they didn't tell me. But Saul's men refused to kill the Lord's priest. Then the king said to Doeg, You do it. So Doeg the Edomite turned on them and killed them that day, eighty-five priests in all, still wearing their priestly garments. Then he went to Nub, the town of the priest, and killed the priest's families, men and women children and babies, and all the cattle, donkeys, sheep, and goats. Only Abathar, one of the sons of Elimelech, escaped and fled to David. When he told David that Saul had killed the priest of the Lord, David exclaimed, I knew it. When I saw Doeg the Edomite there that day, I knew he was sure to tell Saul. Now I have caused the death of all of your your father's family. Stay here with me and don't be afraid. I will protect you with my own life, for the same person wants to kill both of us. Ah, man! Wow, tragedy! <sighs> wow, hard to hard to imagine. Uh, Saul's like this was. I don't know if this was the the dive off the high dive. Yeah, off but the rails. This is this. I mean, he's off the rails trying to kill David. Yeah, but this was like. No longer is he off the rails. Now he's in a different county. Yeah, that train went off the tracks. Yeah. went through the trees, through the city, through the it's crazy. Yeah, he's he's way off the track. Um, you know, one of the things when you look at this, uh, it says in the you know verse two. It's a pretty cool <laughs> verse. And everyone who is in distress, everyone's in debt. Yeah, everyone's discontented. Gathered to him, mm-hmm. he became captains. It also says that everybody from his father's house came. Yeah, well, we know. His brothers were in Saul's army. Yeah. Because when he, he defeated Goliath, yep. he was going to his brothers who were serving in Saul's army to drop off cheese and some food to them. Yep. And so that meant they deserted Saul's army mm-hmm. to join David. And then it has all these people who voluntarily, in a difficult situation, came to David and put their lives at risk to follow him. But over here, when you look at Saul's leadership, yeah. Saul says, um, here now, you Benjamites, which is his own tribe. Yeah. Saul was from the tribe of Benjamin. Will the son of Jesse give every one of you fields and vineyards and make you all captains of thousands and of hundreds? And so it took bribery mm-hmm. and financial, you know, he had to pay people to follow him. Yeah. And they still wouldn't do a lot of what he said. Yeah. And it seems to me, if you read chapter 21 as well, everybody knows where David is. Like, every time you see it, someone else is aware. I mean, how did this young priest know where to go? Yeah. 
you know, there was a, you know, he fled, he fled to David. Mm-hmm. Uh, everywhere you turn, people knew, but they weren't betraying him. Yep. They weren't letting, letting people know yep. who it was. And so you've got one guy who the Lord is with, David, who people are voluntarily following him. Yep. And other guy who's, you know, the crazy king, where he's got to bribe him to follow him. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's like there's two types of leadership. And I think these are probably the both ends of the spectrum. Yeah, managing versus leading where you're iron, iron fist and like you're threatening people with, if you want to work here, then you listen to me yeah. versus inspiring and people wanting to follow yeah. you no matter what it is. Yeah. I, I thought something was interesting because it referenced back to a chapter we read. It might have been chapter 10. I can't quite remember right now, but it says, verse six, the news has arrived at Judah, soon reached Saul. At the time, the king was sitting beneath the termish tree on the hill of Gibeon. And we've seen Saul sit underneath the tree a couple of times. Yeah, that's really... Before he was like, what are you doing, Saul? That's are, his style. Are you leading mm-hmm. your nation? Are you leading these people? Are you setting an example? Or before he was in his own backyard, like he was sitting there when he got all hot and heavy and frustrated with David before, is he's just, he's sitting there and he's just frustrated. He's letting this thing smolder. And I, I've heard this term before. I think I might give Shakespeare credit for. It. I'm not sure, but it says the idle mind is the devil's playground. Mm. Is that when you're just sitting there? I think sh- Nick came up with that. Come on, Nick. See the Shakespeare, Nick. Is you just sit there and you stew? Is Pastor Chris Hodges just wrote a book called Out of the Cave, which is talking about mental health and getting out of like a dark place. Yeah. And he says that when you allow yourself to just stew. It's so dangerous. Mm. And for him, it would always be a Sunday afternoon after he's preached so many sermons on Saturday and Sunday, and the enemy would start to attack him and just make him question everything he did. But what is that thing for you? I'm asking you on the radio is like, where is that time where you're analyzing and beating yourself up and you're just letting the devil just eat your lunch and pop the bag? And I want you to think about Andrew this. Andrew said that. Yeah, I love that one. Is that... <laughs> Is think about this statement instead is you can't afford to think anything about yourself that God doesn't think about you. So instead of allowing the devil to plant these thoughts in your mind, like what Saul did, where he's just, he's assuming that David's out to get him. He wants every, he thinks everybody's out to get him. He's, he's slaughtering the priest and the babies and the families. And I mean, in their priestly garments, that's a big deal. <laughs> like you couldn't do anything worse to this nation. And he's doing it because he just allowed this stuff to fester. Well, that's a really good point. You know, for me, Christian, um, somebody early on in my Christian life uh, talked to me about taking every thought captive yeah. unto the obedience of Christ. And I would, I would almost say of any other revelation I've ever received, yeah. that's probably been helped me have the ability to to last in ministry and life more than almost any other piece of wisdom or thing I ever learned. And, you know, it says take every every thought captive under the obedience of Christ. It also tells you to think on those things that are pure, perfect, you know, good, right, virtuous. If there be any praise, if there be any virtue, think on these things. And so it's not enough just to rebuke the bad thought. In fact, if you rebuke a thought for, and I've always used this example, red monkeys, yeah. stop thinking about red monkeys. Huh. You know, it's every time you say, 
I'm not going to think red monkeys. You've just thought them again. <laughs> He's right there in your yeah. brain. So you take it captive on the obedience of Christ. So what do you do? You take the word yeah. and you, you displace the thought like you were saying, think about you other than the scripture. You can't afford to think about you other than yeah. what scripture says about you. And so I would replace, you know, even if I didn't feel right, I am the righteousness of God in yeah. Christ Jesus. He has made unto me wisdom, righteousness, yep. sanctification, and redemption. And, you know, uh, just just begin to go through. There's, a, there's not a million, but there's a lot of righteousness scriptures oh, in yeah. there. Whatever you're dealing with, you know, to take and take that thought captive and be of Christ. Get the scripture out that says something about you in the very area maybe you're dealing with. Yeah. If you feel unclean, you know, go to the scripture, you know, the uh, uh, I receive the washing of the water of the word yeah. that makes me clean, that God may present, Jesus may present me to the Father like a chaste bride. I mean, I've had to go into every area you can yeah. ever think of, yeah. of every thought that's ever assaulted, I think, a man's mind. Yeah. And pull out what the Word of God says. Replacing it. And I think if you want to have true mental health, you've got to quit stewing, I think, is a good word. Um, At my house, sometimes we say, stop spinning on that. Yeah. Because you just put that record on and you just, I know we don't do records as much anymore. I know they're popular in some environments, but you just put that record on and play it and play it and play it. All it's going to do is burn a hole in your brain. Oh, yeah. And instead of burning a hole in your brain with with a with a thought that you know is not life giving but is life sucking, mm-hmm. uh, sucking the life out of you is what I mean by that. You got to put the word of God in there, yep. and uh, I think that's a a great point that you bring up. Uh, I haven't read the book Out of the Cave. Uh, I also know this that when I read my Bible, so many great men came out of a cave. Yeah. And I just want to encourage you, if you are in a bit of a cave mentally yep. right now, that's not the determining factor who you are not at all. or what you can do or who you can be. Um, and so I want to encourage you, you know, towards God. I do want to say, I think it's possible that David lost his way a bit yep. before this chapter here. Because in 21, it says he goes to the priest and he says, the king has ordered me on some business mm-hmm. and said to me, and if he's talking about King Jesus yeah. or God the king, he's uh-huh. not lying, but I don't think that's what he's doing. Yeah, he's uh, manipulating. I, I think and... he's scheming instead of trusting. Yeah. And he he acknowledges and says, I have caused the death of all the persons of your father's yeah. house. He acknowledges what he decided and that scheming got him. What did he do? He ran. Where did he go to? Like Gath. Mm-hmm. And Gath is a Philistine city. That's where Goliath is from. Yeah. Goliath of Gath. Yeah. So he, what's he thinking? He goes to a city where the guy, he killed their champion. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. You know, hey, here I am. Here I am. <laughs> Kill me. Yeah. And, you know, they start thinking about it. He has to faint or... Imagine he's, you know, play, yeah. act that he's mad. And, and you know, it can happen to all of us yeah. where we get off some, but we don't have to stay off. Yep. You know, the other thing about this chapter that's really cool is you have the king in David, you have Gad, the prophet, yeah. 
And then Abimelech, is it Abimelech that comes? No, Abathar. Abathar that comes. Abimelech's a dad. Abathar comes. So David has within his 400 mighty men, the king, the priest, and the prophet. Wow, that's cool. And and Saul has a demon. Yeah. And, you know, and of course God's with him. And just like this, the prophet Gad said to David, don't go here. Now Abathar has come with the Urim and the Thurim. Yeah and is able to seek God and consult God that way as yep. well. And it is no wonder that David was able to stay one step in front of Saul or yeah. 10 steps in front of Saul the whole time. Yeah, we see it in chapter 23. I hate to steal it, but I'm going to because I'm going oh, to talk tomorrow. Bob, is that Bob. God's constantly giving him direction of, hey, should we go up here? Should yeah. we go there? Will we have victory here? Will we have victory there? And so yeah. an important part of that is when you ask God for direction, shut up and listen. <laughs> You got to be still enough to hear sometimes too, and that's important. And we yeah. see in David's life where he didn't always do that, you know. But in this situation, it's good is that he does have. He came out of the cave. He's got the good people around him, but then he's also listening to those around him. Yeah. Is don't yeah. just try to be always the smartest person mm-hmm. in the room, but listen. The Bible says that there's wisdom in a multitude of counsel. Uh, so really have people around you that can be able to speak and help get you out of the cave too. Is that's a, a big part of it? Is don't do life alone. You know, David had a band of misfits here, but they had his back, and he also in that group had some incredible people that were helped him out of that situation. Yeah, and you know the Bible's pretty clear that God takes the weak, the miserly, yeah. the beggars oh, yeah. of this world. He loves to and confounds the wise yeah. with them. And so, you know, um, all these mighty men that end up, you know, names are mentioned later yeah. in the Bible. We know their names because they hung around yeah. David. Yeah, just like we know the names of the twelve disciples yeah. because they hung around Jesus. And the truth is, you would never know my name. Nobody would. Mm-hmm. I probably would have died years ago. Yeah. If I don't, if I didn't hang around Jesus. Hang around Jesus. And I'll tell you, you know, a lot of people are looking for re- renown. Yeah. And uh, let me just put it another way: want to be a YouTube star, want to yeah. be a influencer, you know, yeah, a TikTok yeah. master, uh, you know, all of these things. Yeah. And you know, these are just all parts of the world we live in today. Yeah. And if you want to succeed in any venue or avenue you take, it's going to be from hanging around Jesus. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think of a guy named Peter Deeks. He's an incredible fishing guide, hunting yeah. guide. Incredible guy. But he's an incredible believer. Yeah. And God has brought him before kings and not mean men, so to speak. And promotion comes from the Lord. He puts one up and another down. I think that's Psalm 75, yeah. 75 or 76. And uh, it's a cool thing. Hey, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in a minute. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us.
Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family. We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321 453 Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. Amen. Read verse 23 again from the, is it the New Living? New Living Translation says, Stay here with me and don't be afraid. I will protect you with my own life. For the same person wants to kill us both. And I think about David's example. You talked about it a lot, Pastor Dan, of just the kind of leader he was, Mm. is that he owned his mistake. He messed up bad here in some of the stuff that he did, but he had people that were looking to him as a leader. And, you know, David was really revered as the greatest king, aside from Jesus in Israel, is that he was a a great leader. And he's saying, stay here with me. Don't be afraid. That's such an encouraging word. I'll protect you with my own life. Mm -hmm. And this is the example that we have and the way that you could maybe lead in your your family, in your job, and in whatever area you find yourself influential is to be that servant leader 
to be able to protect those around you and not just try to rule it over them or try to figure out what you can get out of the situation. But we can see so many incredible leadership examples from David. Yeah. He, uh, there, I mean, you could do a whole study on leadership with David and, you know, there's uh, times in his life where he had to overcome so many different things that leaders have to overcome. Yeah. He had to overcome what the crowd wanted him to do. Yeah. You know, when the crowd said, you know, don't, don't attack Goliath, you can't do it. He ran and attacked Goliath. When the crowd said, kill Saul. Yeah, here's your opportunity. In fact, one of his friends said, you don't have to do it. I'll do it for you. Yeah. I'll stick him to the ground right now. David said, no, I'm not going to do that. When David fought the enemy, he sought the Lord, and he just didn't use his past experience for his next battle. He went back and sought the Lord again to get that information on the next time he fought. And I could go on and on. There's just so many cool things that way. Hey, we got to get. See you guys. See you, Nick. Talk to you next time. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.